Welcome to Confidently Weird. I'm JJ. And I'm Bull. And this is your podcast for all things curious and cryptic, mysterious and bizarre, eerie and unusual. Sit back and relax as we delve into our very own world of weird. Hey y'all. So today we're going to have an interesting subject, which was very hard to research. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's not um, very definitive. And um, mostly we're going to be having kind of a chat and discuss format today, which I guess is kind of what we do, mm-hmm. but more smaller stories. Anecdotes. Anecdotes, yes. We're going to be discussing dimensional travel. I feel like mostly accidental dimensional travel and some occurrences that have happened, maybe, (laughs) or at least are well documented to have happened. Right. Whether or not they're true, you know, we leave up to you. Anything you've got to say on the subject? I look forward to hearing what you researched, because I couldn't find anything on that. (laughs) Well, like I said, mine was mostly anecdotes. Mm -hmm. All I could find was time travel, not dimensional travel. So, I mean, it kind of runs along the same vein a little, but uh, not entirely. Yeah, it is... um... I think if if science ever, you know, figures anything out, mm-hmm. um, time travel will be dimensional travel. Mm-hmm. But as it isn't strictly defined right now, it's hard to say right. any of it. Right. <laughs> so the first story um, is something that in this sort of research pops up frequently. It is a very popular story. Mm -hmm. I don't know, popular is not the right word, but (laughs) it's a story that came up many times. Yeah, frequent. They came up many times in my research. Um, I I feel like if you type in interdimensional travel into any search engine, you're going to come up with the man from Torrid. I don't know if Torrid is actually the correct spell pronunciation it's t-a-u-r-e-d now is this a actual place or is this like online stuff because all i could find was like game related dimensional travel (laughs) fair enough well here's the thing torrid is not documented here as a real place okay in 1954 a man landed in a flight into a Tokyo airport. He disboarded, deboarded? Depar- no, depo- departed? Well, that's when the plane leaves. Right. Well, he got off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's deboarded, but I'm not sure. Whatever it is, he got off the plane mm-hmm. in Tokyo. He was a Western man. Mm-hmm. Got off the plane in Tokyo And, of course, you know, you have to present your stuff or whatever uh, to enter the country. And he immediately was pulled aside for questioning. 
He was confused as to why he was pulled aside. He's a perfectly respect respectable looking gentleman. Um, and the reason was that he claimed to be from Torrid. And that's not a place that anyone has heard of. And they were confused. <laughs> Obviously, they were confused. So he presents them his passport, which has stamps in it from Tokyo and other countries, but also states that he's from Torrid. He presents them with his license, which is issued by Torrid. He's, is, I'm sorry to interrupt. Is Torrid like a city or a his state country. or country? Okay. That, it's I like a, sure. yeah, it's a country. Okay. Um, yes, he presents his passport and license, which both were issued by Torrid. He presents to them his bank book with his checks in it that are from a bank that doesn't exist. But it is a bank in Torrid. And they all look like perfectly sound documents except that they are from a place that does not exist when he was handed a map and told to point out his country he tried but couldn't find it his hand lingering somewhere around spain and france hmm. so, so it's like genovia <laughs> um yeah, Genovia. <laughs> um, but he couldn't find his country. Mm. And they couldn't let him. Obviously, they can't let him into Japan mm -hmm. because he is not a properly documented citizen. And the man, um, he got pretty panicky. Um, they uh, took him to a hotel. Um uh, and with guards mm. and apparently the guards could hear him um panicking and sobbing that's sad yeah um and um the next morning when they went to retrieve him he was gone oh yeah so um i don't i don't know mm -hmm. is th that's the that's the story of the man from torrid uh, hopefully, whatever rift caused him to pop over here took him home, because it mm -hmm. sounds like he didn't really enjoy that. Yeah, or, yeah, like, it just, it makes you wonder, like, was he from another dimension? Was he from a parallel universe or some mm -hmm. alternate place? Or right, an alternate version of our world? Right, or maybe from the future. Again, with the time travel, but maybe he was brainwashed, too, you know? Like, well, okay. You know, like maybe somebody had something very convincing printed off mm. saying he had, um, <clears throat> you know, his information from uh torrid and just printed off banknotes and cards and checks and his passport and all that as a type of brainwash or maybe a an intelligence thing like for a secret 
secret society. Now I, I, I feel like I'm sounding like paranoid. <laughs> but I mean, like, from... To, to see how... You, you said this was 45, right? Uh, 1954. 54. Okay, never mind. I was going to say because with the war going on... Um, but never mind. Um, but you know, maybe they were seeing how good or bad the, you know, background checks were mm-hmm. of the time or something. You know. Yeah. And maybe when he was able to leave the hotel room, he climbed out the window without the guards noticing, or maybe the guards were switching and he left then or something. You know, it. it there could be a rational explanation for it or a semi-rational explanation, you know? Maybe. Um, the thing with the hotel room, mm-hmm. the door was guarded. Mm-hmm. It was only overnight. Right. And it was 15 feet up and you could not have gotten oh. out that way. Okay. Or 15 feet. 15 stories. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, 15 feet's not that high, but I mean to jump... No, it, it was 15 stories yeah. above a bu- busy Tokyo street. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you couldn't really jump from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's eerie, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's very interesting. That's why I wonder, like, if it was a secret government thing, mm-hmm. why he was hovering between France and Germany. France and Spain. France and Spain. I'm sorry. France and Spain. Yeah. Um... And he was proper it, distraught, I guess, when yeah. they told him that Torrid wasn't real. Exactly. So that's why I wondered. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary mm-hmm. to think about, you know, suddenly arriving someplace where no one knows the country that you're from. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if we flew to, I don't know, North Dakota, and when we landed... They were like, okay, coming in from New Jersey? And we were like, no, no, New York. And they were like, that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. What do you mean New York? Well, New York has been New York for how many years? And it was one of the original 13 colonies. Right. And so what do you mean New York doesn't exist? He said Torrid had existed for a thousand years. Hmm. Maybe he was... From the past. Well, I did consider time travel right. myself as well. Yeah. But um but he was familiar with like modern Tokyo. Oh. He had been there before. So that would signal to me an alternate timeline or universe or yeah, something. Yeah, it sort of feels like an alternate uh dimension. <laughs> dimension, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like um a, a just a parallel earth. Mm-hmm. Where most things are the same, but also Torrid exists and yeah. New York doesn't. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. You get me. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's next on the agenda? All right. Well, let's find the next story. So the next story is about a man who goes by the pseudonym James Richards. James says that on September the 9th, 2009. So fairly recently. Not too long ago. He was chasing his dog through Del Puerto Canyon in California. He tripped in a rabbit hole and knocked himself unconscious. Yeah. Rabbit holes hurt to step in. 
Um, when he woke up, there was a man near him and an unrecognizable machine. Ooh. The man introduced himself as Jonas. According to this man, while we're on a work... To Jonas or to the other man? Jonas. Okay, I'm sorry. According just... to Jonas, while on a work-related trip for a dimensional travel agency, he used the machine to transport Richards to a parallel Earth to help him. Interesting. I don't know what help that would be mm-hmm. if, you know... He needed some medical attention that only this parallel Earth could provide, but apparently that's what he did. Hmm. Um, and because it's what you do, they got talking, and <laughs> one of the things that got brought up was music. Okay. Right. That's somewhat universal. Yeah, I guess. That's true. But what universe? Um, Our universe. (laughs) um, Apparently, though, in this universe, on this parallel Earth, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what, what have you, John Lennon and George Harrison had never died. Um, of the Beatles? Of the Beatles. Okay. I, I I knew John Lennon. Forgive me. I am not a fan of Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. Not the Beatles. Beatles. Well, yeah. <laughs> I like cockroaches. <laughs> the big ones that hiss. But no. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Beatles. I know, you know, their first names, John, Paul, George, and Ringo. But I didn't know if that both of those were the Beatles. Yes. Okay. So apparently in this universe, John Lennon... And George Harrison never died, so the Beatles were still kicking and making music. That's interesting. Isn't it? <laughs> Was that a yellow submarine that he saw? <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't make fun, because, you know, I'm sure he believes it. Well, yeah, I mean, of course he does. Um, the thing is, this man has a whole website. Mm. Um, it, it, hold on, what is it? Thebeatlesneverbrokeup.com all one word. <laughs> All one word. Interesting. com, And um, he actually has a souvenir. It's a cassette tape, which... Can you calm down over there, Bonnie? <laughs> God. Um, it's a cassette tape, which is an interesting choice. Because a cassette... In it was 2009. 2009. Yeah. But okay... If you must. Mm-hmm. And the album is titled Everyday Chemistry. It is Beatles songs that were never released in our dimension. Okay, but are they songs that they actually wrote? You know, that's the question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, technically... Technically... I could maybe download those songs. Mm-hmm. There's a list there on the website. Are actually oh there are there's a list of it. Okay, so the songs are called Four Guys Talking to Myself, Anybody Else, Sick to Death, Jen with two ends. Two ends. I'm just sitting here, Soldier Boy, <laughs> Over the Ocean, Days Like These. Saturday Night, and Mr. Gator's Swamp Jamboree, which you can download from his website. Now, I don't, I'm 
not really super comfy downloading that because mm-hmm. A, I don't know, it's just a random website, right? And you could get a virus. <laughs> yeah. But also, I don't think I want alternate dimension music on my computer. Because you might end up in an alternate dimension, or I might, or... Yeah, and I kind of like this one. Yeah, this one's a pretty good one for us right now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't trust things. Yeah. Um, But there are pictures of uh, this cassette tape, which, you know, doesn't mean much to most people. But, I mean, if you want to check out his website, go for it. It's interesting, at least. If you want to hear the music, you do you. Um... But I've, <laughs> I don't trust online stuff all that much. It smells like lime wire. <laughs> it does smell like lime wire. <laughs> uh, I should... mean, it was right around that time, too, so. It was, actually. Yeah. Lime wire was kind of in its heyday mm-hmm. just before that, I'd yeah. say. Um, but still, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really like. I don't know. It feels That's a lot to put into. A, yeah, and it feels sus on a lot of levels, so like it does. Levels. It's a little bit the feeling of this one. It's like, is he pushing it too much, or mm-hmm. is he genuinely that like convinced mm-hmm. and really wants someone to like? Oh, we do. <laughs> I want to know um, about Jonas. Is that his name? Jonas. Yeah. What? happened to him like right what was his, his did job they like? send him back did, i mean did jonas send him back to this universe yeah. and, and like i i don't understand why it's just strictly beatlemania with this guy you know <laughs> yeah um i feel like that maybe Watch was just the, the main um difference mm-hmm hmm Oh, apparently CD is never caught on in that world. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of strange, very specific comments in here. Like, um, he mentioned one of the tapes, um, was, had belonged to Jonas Mm -hmm. and that it was a girl made them for him in upper school, which is what they would call high school. Like, that's a really random... Random thing to think of or remember. Yeah. Oh, and apparently Jonas told him he was not allowed to take souvenirs back. Ah, but he did anyway. But he did. Hmm. And Jonas brought him back. Very interesting. Very interesting. And he does kind of plead... That if anyone has experienced anything to this degree or effect, to please contact him at thebeatlesneverbrokeup at yahoo.com. The logical part of me, because I have to analyze everything, (laughs) logically, says he got a concussion when he fell in the rabbit hole, got a concussion, or got knocked out, as he had said. Had a dream or something, woke up and found his hand on a tape that might have gotten lost there before Mm. and just kind of put two and two together to make five instead of four, you know, like it it, it didn't add up the same to, to anyone else, but 
to him it made sense mm-hmm. kind of thing but maybe you know like you, you know how people who live near woods have all sorts of stuff in the woods that you find and stuff randomly yeah. especially if you go hunting or walking your dogs or whatever in the woods yes Maybe he just happened to stumble into the rabbit hole and fall and find himself with a tape. Like, he wouldn't have found that tape otherwise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was some I feel sort like of, like, overheated delusion. Or... Yes, like some sort of, like, accident or happenstance where it just so happened that if he... And that if he hadn't tripped, he, it never would have been found. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even if he had tripped and not gotten knocked out, he might have still found it. Yeah. But he wouldn't have had the story or the delusion or whatever to go along with it. Hmm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But it's weird that he would dream like that mm-hmm. and then find the tape or... Yeah, I know. It's a lot to add together, but that's what my logical side is saying, you know? Right. I mean, yeah, you got you definitely have to take most things with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, you know, that he made it up by any means, but yeah. at the same time, you know, he could have had a dream or a delusion or something. Some sort of concussed hallucination. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not trying to knock what these people believe. No. But I am a slightly more skeptical person when it comes to things like this than you are. Mm, Yeah. Like, I would love to believe in the fact that there is a parallel universe that, that, or a parallel Earth that the Beatles are all still alive. Even though I'm not a fan, people are. <laughs> but at the same time, rationally, it's not been proven. Hard facts, you know? Yeah. So that makes me think right now, we don't know. Sorry, tricks. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that. Yeah. And like time travel, um, multiverse. <laughs> things like that i just you know there's so much unexplained in the world but what we already know and know so far makes me more skeptical Mm -hmm. right now i won't say more rational because that's not necessarily the right word i want to use but Mm -hmm. more skeptical of certain things Same thing with hauntings and things like that. I've never experienced it. I don't, I I don't not believe in it, but I also want my own personal proof. Like you've had things happen. Mm -hmm. We have friends who've had things happen and you and them wholeheartedly believe. And I believe that you believe. It's just, I've never had something happen to me or yeah. in my life like that that makes me go oh yeah this is you know hard fast proof you know right yeah so I, I'm sorry we went off on a tangent or I went off on a big tangent just then but <laughs> and getting back to this you know maybe he just had a dream maybe he didn't maybe he actually went into an alternate universe mm-hmm. 
Maybe it's an Alice in Wonderland situation. It very well could be. He could have gone down the rabbit hole or, <laughs> you know, literally. <laughs> and when he woke up, he had a cassette tape. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. And, you know, maybe someone threw it in the rabbit hole for all we know. Yeah. At some point in time. But it is odd that it was a cassette. It is. It's very strange. So... And I don't know if you happen to see in the picture. I will put a picture, by the way, on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but the... Uh, the tape? The cassette, yeah. It, it has, like, handwritten mm-hmm. titles and stuff on it. Yeah, it's not like... It's not like it was mass-produced. Right. It looks like somebody, you know... It, it looks like a burned CD, except on a cassette. You know, it looks yeah, like someone... Yeah, they called those mixtapes back mix in the tapes. day. That's what it was. Thank <laughs> you. I never made mixtapes. I always made burned, burned CDs. CDs. Yeah. Our next story is an old one. Oldie but goodie. Yeah. Um, we've actually heard this one before. I don't remember where, but we have. It is uh, the story of the green children from Woolpit. Um, So during the 11th century, in a small European town known as Woolpit, something strange happened. I believe it was a farmer, a local farmer. Um, And this was a pretty small town. Uh, One of the farmers happened to find two young children. Um, they were crying just near some, uh, trees or bushes or something. Well, it said said a field, so probably, like, grassy areas or something, or crops, maybe. Yeah, I, okay, They were found. Well, I I feel like it was to the uh, outside of a field. Oh, sorry. I don't know, that's what I remember. Okay, Yeah. That's fine. Anyway, a farmer Mm -hmm. (laughs) found two young children crying, unable to speak the local language, and their skin was green. Mm-hmm. Obviously, <laughs> not something we are very used to. So, um, the townspeople worried about them. They were young. They were very thin. They looked like they hadn't eaten in ages. Uh, so the townspeople took them in, tried to feed them, and the children refused to eat. Mm-hmm. They would not accept any bit of food given to them, despite how hungry they appeared to be. Eventually, the boy died, uh, we assume, of starvation. The girl started to eat beans. She let her hunger take over, and she started to eat beans. Um, Eventually, her skin changed from green to a normal hue, and she learned how to speak the local language. She then explained to the people that were caring for her what happened before she was discovered. Apparently, the two children came from a world, quote, a world where it was always twilight. Uh, There was no sun ever seen. They had been playing in a meadow, and they found a cave, When they entered it, they heard a loud wind and arrived in the field in which they were found. Um, They panicked when they couldn't find the cave to go back, and then, of course, they were were discovered. 
and that's the entirety of the story here. If I recall correctly, there was further information in our previous hearing of this story, uh, which the girl had mentioned the knowledge of alternate worlds. And if you enter another world, you cannot eat there. If oh. you eat there, you can never go back to your world. Oh, so that's probably why the boy didn't want right. to eat. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I, I believe I remember that. Similar to why you do not accept things from the Fae. Right. Yeah, but that is the story of the green children of Woolpit. That's really sad. It is genuinely really sad. Yeah. Like, either way, you're either going to die in our world or be stuck in our world. Like, unless you can find your way back and, you know, who knows yeah. if you would be able to find your way back before you did die. Yeah. Or if you found your way to another world before you died. You know what I mean? Like, if you mm -hmm. kept just jumping world to world until you just perished. It's so sad. It is. I don't know if it was true. Tricks. Uh, you know, what the girl said. Right. But, or, or if the translation was questionable. questionable because of, A, when it happened back in the 11th century. Mm-hmm. And since then, and B, her not speaking the original language, you know. Right, no one her, else speaking her language. Right. So, you know, there could have been translation mix-ups yeah. in that way. Like, maybe she said, you know, some of the stuff is only, like, o could only liken it enough to what she had quote or what was quoted by you. Yeah. So... That's so sad, though. I don't like that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay, but it just... It, it basically, you know, you're going to be stuck. Yeah. Unless you are, you know, healthy enough to try to find a way back. But... Right. How to find a way back home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. That's... <laughs> That's kind of why I'm afraid of the Grove, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, would you like to talk about the Grove this... Um, I will, okay, we're going to get further into it mm -hmm. another time mm -hmm. because I need to discuss it with some people first. Right. Um, but there is a place in our yard that feels like if you walked through it, you would never come home. Mm -hmm. And it's not a place that's easily walked through. We've dubbed it the Grove. It is the Grove. And you just... We, we don't pass through it. We treat it with respect. We ask it if we have to, if like a tree limb is down in it, we ask before we take it and make sure it's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't really offer it, but we give it gifts. Like, on occasion. On rare occasions, like gopher rock, which we'll get into <laughs> another time. We gave it a rock. Uh, yeah, like a size, like size of a human head rock. Kinda. Oh my god, can you just say the size of a bunny? Okay. Jeez. Right, the size of an average rabbit. Or gopher. <laughs> or a gopher, yeah, I guess. I guess uh, it's the size of a gopher. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, I get it, though. It's, it's scary. Yeah, yeah, the Grove is kind of a scary place. Mm -hmm. 
the thing is with these children, like you said, possible mm-hmm. translation errors, I would be curious. Obviously, that's never going to happen, but mm-hmm. I would be curious to know what the boy might have said mm-hmm. if he were able to. Right, in his know? language. Yeah. At the very least. What he would have told. I And also... It said a European country. It didn't say an English-speaking country. So there's another translation. Mm -hmm. And who knows if it was in an ancient or, well, not necessarily ancient, but like a very old language that is rarely used today, you know. So a lot of things could have gone wrong since hearing about this. And, you know, it could have been... um, story to scare other kids or something too you know it might not have actually happened but yeah i don't know that one i just i feel like that was somewhat real yeah this one has a a realistic something to it yeah a a thought Mm -hmm. here which is going to be really um horrid Mm -hmm. because it's still very sad right if the girl said they came from a world where it was always twilight and where no sun was ever seen, mm-hmm. they were playing in a meadow, mm-hmm. they heard wind, and then they were found. Mm-hmm. Suppose they were being held somewhere. Ooh. And if they could only have access to certain food and never mm-hmm. any light, their skin might have gotten a strange hue to it. Right. I, I was wondering that, too, because... They had said they played near a cave. Right. If they came out through a tunnel or Mm. something like that and were in a meadow, Mm. you know, if something got a little bit backwards, Mm. if they had not been exposed to the wind before, the wind would be loud. And then they were found by people who didn't know they were being held captive three, you know, miles to the side. And below ground below or ground. whatever, yeah. yeah. Wherever, yeah. where there was no light. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and and maybe they weren't permitted to eat or to accept food. Right. They, as sad as it is, they could have been slaves of sorts, too. Yeah, they could, yeah. If they were as thin as, as this they were implies. told. Or as this was told, yeah. Yeah. It's very... It's gruesome either way. Yeah, it's really horrid to think about, no matter which direction. But that is mm-hmm. another, um, a more, a more, for me, mm. a more logical. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's unusual for me to be the one coming up with right. And there's, hmm. I don't remember if it's a true story, but there's that one line of family that has blue skin. Yes, I knew what you were talking about. Yes. So maybe something like that where it was in their family and once she started eating certain things, maybe it flushed Mm -hmm. out of her system. Um, This is going to be a stupid comparison, but there was an episode episode of the Magic School Bus where Arnold only ate (laughs) these little goldfish-shaped things and it turned out to be carrots and his skin turned orange actually sorry no it's okay so i was just thinking if they were only surviving on say roots or certain berries or whatever they could at the time 
then maybe their skin changed because of their diet too. Yeah. Um, okay. So running on that tangent, mm. first off that happened to me when I was a baby. My mom fed me so many carrots that I turned orange. Um, it can happen with babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the blue family, they are a real family. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was a legend or if they were real. No, it was real. Okay. Um, yeah, they were in a part of, why do I want to say the bayou or something? Yeah. Like it's that? like New Orleans. Yeah. Um, a, but a very secluded like valley. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that the only reason that they really turned blue was because their family was so very inbred. Because they couldn't travel out of the mountain area uh, where they were located. So it brought out the blue gene. It's something to do with something in their blood, right? Um, blue gene, jeez. <laughs> um, but incidentally, this family was French. Mm-hmm. If I so, remember correctly, and this is a European place. Right. So it wouldn't be out of the question for them to have traveled yeah. here, for for the family to have traveled here eventually, mm-hmm. and for them to be somehow related or yeah. have some, like, the tiniest drop of blood run through both families or something. Yeah. Well, or even if, you know, the, these were children being mm-hmm. held underground, it could have been because they were from inbred um, that's true too bits of family and yeah. especially if they had something like jaundice or even an olivey undertone mm-hmm. yeah they could have looked more green than blue right yeah that's true um depending on their lineage yeah heritage yeah i'm not sure which is more appropriate to say but yeah genetics Gene- yeah depending on their gen- gens genes <laughs> and genetics it very well could have just been lack of sun and some diet. Really horrible. No yeah. matter what direction mm-hmm. you take it in. Right. If it's real or if it fabricated to scare some kids or if it happened but different from what it, they said or mm-hmm. if it happened like she said, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, so like we're either considering dimensional travel and being stuck here forever, mm-hmm. or a possibly enslaved or mistreated child, mm-hmm. one being saved, right? One held back by the horrors of youth. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> let's uh, find another story and get out of this dark place. Right. This one was dark. Yeah. Alrighty. This one, this story is wow to me. Um, I hope <laughs> that somebody's got, I, you know what? I don't know. <clears throat> I'm going to read this one. Just straight out read it because I'm, I can't phrase it, phrase it better. Okay. With most stories from other dimensions and realities, the evidence of visitors has a way of vanishing without a trace. However, this isn't always the case. In 2018, a construction crew in Mexico were shocked to unearth a Nazi coin while digging a new building's foundations. The coin itself wasn't only strange due to its Nazi roots, it was also strange because the coin was dated for the year 2039. 
the coin. I got chills just then. Oh, like I found my skin rise up. I'm sorry. Full body chills. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a quote from another podcast we yeah. listen to. Yeah. That was just <clears throat> arm pimples. Ew. Or goose goosebumps on my arms. <laughs> sorry. That phrase though. Yeah. <clears throat> the coin features phrases in both German and Spanish, with the state being called Nueva Alemania which translates into New Germany. On the back of the coin was the phrase Alle in einer Nation, which translates to All in One Nation. The coin was worn, made of silver, and seemed to be well-crafted. The phrases on the coin aren't a part of traditional Nazi propaganda. Puzzling, isn't it? The silver coin had a lot of strange quirks about it, but its workmanship was seriously impressive. If you didn't look at the design, you'd think it was a standard Mexican coin. The only problem is that there is no New Germany in Mexico, and it's certainly not 2039. Many experts believe that hoaxers would have put more effort into getting historically accurate tags for a hoax. They also probably wouldn't have made a coin out of silver. If it was a hoax, it was a very pricey one. It's worth pointing out that Mexico was vehemently against the Nazis in World War II. Many people believe this puzzling coin may have been evidence of a visitor from a darker future, one where Adolf Hitler took over the world. How the coin was dropped in 2018, though, remains to be seen. That's extremely interesting. Yeah. They're right, though. Like, if it was a hoax... It would be expensive to do that if it's real silver. Yeah. To make, not just, like, not just that it's silver, mm-hmm. but also to make a silver coin. Mm-hmm. They also had to de- blah, blah, to design it to make it look like a Mexican right. coin. Right. And translate the terms. Right. And, well, you know, it maybe. Right. And they said it was worn. Mm-hmm. Like it'd been in someone's pocket or exchanged hands yeah. or something. It very well... I wonder if it was, like, a Mexican coin that someone tampered with. Just in general, like, as an experiment or something. But I, I don't know. I'd love to see a picture of it, though. Let me see if there's any silver Mexican coins to begin with. Right. Because I don't know. What? Tricks. Hush. Okay, so there are. Yeah. There are silver Mexican coins. Vintage ones, They too. are, like, wow. Expensive or pretty? Pretty. Yeah. They're very detailed. Oh, yeah. I suppose are. ours are, too, but, yeah. like... Okay. There's the yeah, article. There's an article about it, obviously. There's probably lots of articles about it. Oh. Hmm. I mean... That's... That could be fixed. You think? What if it originally said nine or one thousand? And you think there was a Mexican one that said one thousand thirty nine? I don't know. I'm just supposing. Hi, Judy. It's got all the very specific words in the swastika. Oh. Okay. What confuses me if it is not a hoax is why it would have been dropped then and not some time in 21 years from 
why would it be 21 years found 21 years before it would have been issued you know what i mean like unless someone either really messed with it to make it look like a real coin uh-huh. or if it was dropped out of some time traveler's pocket into ours or in from a different dimension or something you know yeah hmm. well yeah there is the, the dimensional issue right yeah like, rather than time travel mm-hmm. which i guess is still same same but, but like if okay think of back to the future yeah two specifically okay when marty and doc go to the future and then old biff gets a hold of the playbook and alters the past they can't just go to the future to get the coin back it would be a different future Uh uh-huh you know what i mean so they would have to go to the past to prevent it Mm -hmm. and maybe this just got knocked out of someone's pocket by accident you know yeah or something i don't know it's it's really bizarre this one to me doesn't have a logical explanation other than a hoax but if you look on the picture here when we upload it Mm -hmm. it's incredible looking and yeah it looks like a real like unquestionably real coin right like from from the past like a used proper silver coin from the past yeah but yeah it's pretty scuffed too yeah like it looks like a a, a i don't know like a 20 year old coin mm-hmm. at least yeah but like if you look at it you can see a two and you can very clearly see the three nine but the zero is what I have issues with. It looks like it could have been tampered with so that it, like the one or the two from the 2000, to me is almost there as a mind trick. Like it looks like it could be a thick one. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like very wide set one. Like you can see the tail and part of the straight part there to me or wait i'm looking in the wrong part over here but still it looks large to me um or it it, but the zero looks like it could have been tampered it looks like it could have been an eight or six or something um but when would it be from i don't know that's the thing like yeah unless it was from 1939 and it was altered because hitler was at his peak right around there like he was all right that's fair coming into it maybe they had a bunch of pre-done coins from then that but this isn't the proper like the, the words aren't the normal propaganda either right that's the thing too mexico was vehemently against yeah the nazis so i but okay well um so it doesn't make sense to me i don't know how involved mexico was in the world war too yeah we don't have a lot of mexican cultural history yeah but it seems to me that if well hitler was planning on taking over pretty much the whole world uh eventually i wonder if this is 
something from his planned world domination, you know, mm. like from an alternate dimension. I don't know. I keep going. I know I keep waffling. I'm sorry. This one is just yeah, making my head implode a little bit like it's not wanting to give me a clear decisive answer one way or the other because the photographic proof is interesting but it's not proof proof like it's proof of a coin existing yes the coin does exist unquestionably but whether it's been tampered with or where it's from where it's from when it's from I mean, I suppose there's the idea that in 1939 he had, you know, four Mexican followers that maybe created this right coin. I don't know how he had four Mexican followers because how would they even find them find each other? I don't know what happened before the internet. But you know, this would have been a centennial quarter, uh, or a centennial coin. I don't know why I said quarter. Mm. But it would have been a centennial coin, or would be a centennial coin in 2039. Yeah. So maybe someone did it as a commemorative thing, who believed Hitler would take over, and, you know, have a Nazi-run world in a hundred years. You know what I mean? Like words weren't, you know, part of it, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It's so easy to think, like, okay, maybe it's not easy for everyone, Mm. but it's so easy to think some dude from 2058, Mm. I don't know, uh, time traveled back to Mexico for some reason or another, they needed a soil sample, I don't know. And dropped a coin out of his pocket, didn't notice, and because it didn't change much, they left it, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or they just couldn't go back. Um, but it didn't change much. What did it give us? Uh, this idea. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't know, is someone doing something with this idea? Is mm-hmm. this small website article doing much? It's like... Is it changing? Is it altering the course of history if they came from nineteen fifty or two thousand fifty eight? Right, exactly. I get what you mean. Like, like <clears throat> stepping on a mosquito is that going to change history forever, or was it intended to do that to change history? Yeah, yeah. So the whole or like it, it just it for me it's making my head <laughs> scrambled because it's a lot. It's a lot, and it's like. Well, the whole world thing. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I'm starting to fuck. It's too much. Out. It is. I'm starting to fizzle. Yeah. It's it's a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But, it's like... Can, sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, but if you legit go and look at the pictures, it looks like it's from the 1930s. Like, that's what the coin looks like. Um... For all we know, it could have been a silver slug, you know, like a a fake one from back then, and someone just etched the coin, you know, not even altering an existing coin, but made, yeah, like, well, hoax, a hoax coin, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm not saying like, you know, some people alter coins to make them appear like they're worth thousands of dollars, yeah. 
that's initially how my mind went that someone just altered a coin from then and changed it so it said the year 2039 on it and etched in a few extra things but looking at it it's like someone had a silver slug and then tumbled it or something you know like and that could be too it could be something recent and yes it looks worn yes it looks like it's from they distressed it but they distressed it somehow yeah i mean it looks like it's been kicking around yeah it it looks like a Mm run-of-the-mill 1939 in my opinion i'm saying 1939 like intentionally Mm -hmm. silver coin like you can look at pennies and dimes and whatever other american coins from that time or you know coins from whatever country you're in and Mm. still be able to see some of it but (laughs) okay tangent one of our friends just recently showed us Mm. a coin what was it a penny from the early 1800s from like 1832 and it was massive it was huge and dark huge it was very dark it was very heavy and it was almost completely rubbed away i have a 1920 something buffalo head nickel that is so worn you can barely like you can just make out the face on the front and the middle of the buffalo on the back so it could be a number of things, you know, that someone could have faked it from the get-go. Someone could have altered it. Someone someone could have dropped it out of their pocket. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, this one's it's bizarre. Kind of a lot. It is. It's very bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find any comparable mm-hmm. coins. Yeah. Um, like maybe that's very yeah that one and hmm i wonder if it would necessarily be mexican or if it would be somewhere in latin america or you know somewhere where they do speak spanish but not necessarily mexico like is there a New Germany, Brazil. I know that's farther south than South American, but, or, you know, do you get what I'm saying? I hear you, but I feel like you're offending people. Okay, Um, I'm sorry. I didn't know. That was not my intention. No, I'm just messing. Um, Don't say that. And I will think I'm sorry. I'm offending people. No, I'm just messing with you. Um,. I mean, there's a similar coin, but mm-hmm. nothing quite the same. And mostly copper from the looks of it, too. A lot of copper. There's silver... 20 cent pieces, from what I can tell. But the 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 eagle is different. Or the bird, I don't know, mm-hmm. it's an eagle. Um, I wonder if it... Can I see, see the picture? See, straight winged. Yeah. Oops. I wonder if that's... Maybe it's worth or it's percentage, though. Uh, like, maybe it doesn't have a... Like I said, I have a buffalo nickel that has 
the year worn off, a lot of the details worn down. Mm -hmm. Maybe this was worn in such a way that it looks like it could be the year, but it's actually the percentage of silver or, you know, something Mm -hmm. else. I don't know. I'm just, that's, that's my, you know, silver sense. (laughs) Yeah. So. I don't know. It's a very interesting one anyway. Mm -hmm. This one was really mind draining to me, like, emotionally, like, mentally. Mentally, yeah. No, I hear you. Some of them more so than others, but this one especially. Yeah, so this was a lot. Yeah. Um, we'll probably continue this subject another time. Mm-hmm. Definitely go into the grove some more. Yeah, for sure. We are going to talk about the grove. Um, we are going to investigate a little bit, mm-hmm. but we're going to be very respectful and careful. Mm-hmm. I think we should have a friend over when we do that, maybe. I agree. Just, just to see how they feel about it. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe your mom or your brother or something. Well, not your brother. He doesn't believe it. But. Super dense people they are. <laughs> um, no, I'm just playing this line. Um, but not uh, mystically sensed. Um, there are a couple people I could think of to have over, but uh, unfortunately most of them are distant. Mm-hmm. But I think this was an exciting, conversationally uh, enhanced episode. I liked it. It was interesting. It was fun. Yes. And it was fun for me. I don't know if it was fun for you. Yeah. But yeah. I'm hoping it'll be fun for the listeners, you know, mm-hmm. just to hear our opinions and then make you go, huh, I wonder, you know, and then your thoughts. Yeah, give so, us your thoughts, guys. Yeah. I want to know what you think about this coin, if you think somebody dropped out of his pocket, or if you think somebody hoaxed it. Um, or the us, green children. Yeah, what you think about the green children, what you think about Torrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the store. We like the store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and uh, uh, the Beatles. And Oh, yes, and the Beatles. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, that one very interesting as well feel free to check out the guy's website and if you listen to the music dude let me know how it is (laughs) i'm curious but i am not willing right um but yeah so there will be more photos up on instagram uh and facebook maybe yeah facebook i'll do them on facebook and twitter yeah on our social medias we'll put some stuff um yeah take care and um stay safe Thank you for journeying with us. To carry on, our links can be found at facebook.com slash confidentlyweird. Don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, be safe, be kind, and always stay confidently weird.